0: Hello, everyone. How you doing? It is your girl Kim, the SME, and today I just wanted to talk about connecting the dots. How did you get to where you are now? How did I get to where I am now? And thinking about all that I went through and how it propelled me to now, to the birth of Kim Unity Solutions. So when I look back on all of the issues that I experienced or all of my experiences it was all about helping people right so i've always been a helper but the problem is i always seem to help people who didn't want to be helped and so that would always cause friction right that's what people call as um unsolicited advice or unsolicited help. And really it's just about love. It's about caring. It's really about, you know, really having concern for someone, whether it's friends or family or even a job. And so, you know, I've, I've experienced a lot, um, when it comes to just being me, right. And just trying to do what I thought was helpful. And you may have experienced the same thing. And it's not that we're coming from a a bad place. It's actually coming from a good place, but not everybody knows how to receive it, right? Especially if they don't understand your heart, you know, the the core of who you are. I just did a speech a few months ago talking about just that, talking about how there's purpose in your pain. Like your gift may be misunderstood. Your gift may be misunderstood. And so what do you do about that? Do you not pursue your gift? Do you not develop it? Or do you just find someone or where it is um, going to be accepted and appreciated? And so that is my journey. That's that's how I, I came to where I am right now. So whether it is... Um, I don't know if you've ever experienced it, but if you've ever tried to help somebody that's been in a domestic violence relationship, you know, um, sometimes your help can turn against you. Right. Because in one stage they need help and the other they're upset that you assisted. And that may not be everybody's testimony, but that's mine. Or if you were to, to go and help somebody that was actually a hoarder, help and try to clean their house and all that. They don't want that help. They are comfortable in that mess. They're comfortable in that living situation and that living environment. And whether or not I see it as unhealthy or unpleasant or you know, a cry for help, my help is insufficient if they're not willing to accept it. And so I have this shirt on today, Corporate America Couldn't Handle Me. And It's not for all corporations. Right. And not everyone's going to be able to relate to this. And I totally understand. I totally understand that. I've had great managers, great leaders, and I've had some that were very challenging, very challenging. And basically, you know, a corporation is basically just an entity of people. And rules and regulations. So there are good people and bad people, good um, leaders bad leaders, co-workers, so on and so forth. And so when I say that corporate America couldn't handle me, what I am saying is that when you're a leader, there's certain things that no one can tell you to do. Okay, so even though I'm a leader but I'm not in a managerial role, there's certain things that can be asked of me that I'm unable to fulfill. If it if it's against my 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 morals or um, my code of conduct, I can't do it. And so I'm the type that will tell you I can't do it, nor can the team that I am over do. I will not direct my team to do something that is against that. And so depending on your perspective and what you've been through, right, lived and unlived, you will see that as being disrespectful or um not following chain of command or this or that but depending on the details right depending on what's being asked you really can't make that assumption it's it's all based on perspective and so when you know that you are acting in the best interest of yourself of the company of the customers you know, it can't be challenged. It can't be challenged. So when I, when I wear this shirt, I'm saying that with who I am, right. I'm, I'm, I'm upfront with everything. And I have a an explanation of all the decisions that I make, right. Some people are just doers. They're yes men, they'll they'll do anything that you tell them to do. And that's not me. That's not me. I'm not saying that I'm not going to do um, what's in the job description or you know, things that are not in the job I'm not saying that. There's just certain things that I, I will not cross the line for. And so what I've realized is that not everybody wants your solution. Number one, most solutions are simply one-sided opportunities. They're not mutually beneficial, okay? Number two is not everybody wants your solution, whether it's because it's coming from you or they're not ready to hear it or they just want a listening ear or they think you're coming from a negative place. Not everybody wants your solution. Not everybody wants your help. And it's very important for people to understand that, whether personally or professionally. I really had to dig deep into myself and see, okay, where am I going wrong? You know, should, should I change course? Should I stop being who I am? And after some deep thinking and journaling and all that, I realized that, Hey, like I need to be me, but where I was, but you also, when you dig deep, you also have to realize where you're going wrong. Where was I going wrong? I'm giving unsolicited advice. Even though I have their best interests at heart, even though I'm coming from a good place, even though I am mindful of the words that I use and timing and you know um being heartfelt and and empathetical, it's still not always wanted. It's not always wanted. So what I did. Will say okay. I'm not going to stop being a helper. I'm not going going to stop being efficient because that's another one of my gifts. I'm very efficient. I'm very efficient, and that's another thing <laughs> that corporate America really couldn't handle, or they could handle. I'll say like that. They could handle it. Just it just wasn't a solution, right? So I have had several positions with corporations to where I got in there. And let's say I created the SOP, a standard operating procedure, or followed theirs and found the gap. So it's, it's not, I, I can't stand it when someone is new to a position and they come in and they start making all these changes. You don't even know why those, those policies and procedures are in place. You don't know why that process is the way it is. You have to sit there and you have to learn it and you have to do it. And then once you have it down, you have to see how it impacts other departments. Okay. Because whatever you change may be um, um, messing with the information that is trickled down to other departments. So I'm, my experience is in the accounting background. So if I made a, a change, right. And let's say a check is being cut in a different department. What is on that check could be changed. And so now the person receiving it doesn't know why they're receiving it. It doesn't say a refund for this this customer or this transaction or this invoice, right? So it's very important that if you are going to improve processes, you have to understand the process. So what would happen to me is I would understand it so well and I would make these changes and I would go to other departments and make sure that, it had a positive impact on them that it was becoming so efficient that I didn't need a whole eight hours. They did not need me for a whole eight hours. And I wasn't the type of person that would just sit there and make up work. Busy work is what they call it. Busy work. I wasn't that type of person. The day goes by so slow for me if I'm just faking it and um, not using my full potential. I, I don't feel like I'm being useful at all. Right? And so what would happen would be like, oh, we don't need you for eight hours, we need you for six, we need you for four, or okay, now we don't need you at all, right? So that happened with a real estate firm that I was working with, and I was the one that was responsible for issuing the agents their checks. And so I had gotten so efficient with it that they no longer needed me for eight hours. As a matter of fact, my manager said she was going to bring in her high school student to come in and um, perform the tasks that I was performing because I already had SOPs and I had it so clear that all he had to do was follow the instructions. And so they were saving on um, their bottom line because they didn't have to pay him as much as they paid me. Or maybe, maybe she did pay him more, I don't know. Right? But of course he didn't need to work eight hours because he was he was a high school student. So he was coming in a few hours here and there after work, right? So I don't, I, when, when things like that happen, I don't get upset. I find a workaround. So I said, okay, well, since you're going to cut my hours here, I'm going to go and study for my real estate exam. And so that's exactly what I did. I studied for my real estate, real estate exam. Um, They became my, um, my broker. And then I had my license. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to do it like this. Same thing with um, bookkeeping. I was a position, I was a bookkeeper for another company, made it so efficient they cut my hours. So, what did I do? I said, okay, let me go ahead and get a laptop, get QuickBooks, and let me help people do their bookkeeping. Right? So, I'm always making something out of nothing. Always. And so, when I say corporate America couldn't handle me, I would say the solution the cor- the correct solution i think should i say correct solution a solution solution with souls in mind right not the one sided opportunity so when she let me go and hired her son that was a one sided opportunity that was a solution that wasn't a solution a solution the the alternative could have been, oh, okay, you are great at being efficient. Would you mind looking over my responsibilities to see how this can be made more efficient or this could be made more efficient or what do you think about this in whole or something to that effect, right? When you see someone is good at something, use that to your benefit. Use it to your benefit. Why not? Let it, let it be applicable to everything. But that, that was part of my journey. That's why I'm here now. Okay, so when I connect the dots and I see all that I've been through and where I am now, it all came to me being helpful and providing solutions, solutions with them in mind. It wasn't ever to my benefit, right? So dealing with the domestic violence issue, that wasn't to help me, you know? I was helping somebody else, but it backfired because they thought I was trying to take advantage and really. That that wasn't the case at all. You know, your your perspective changes depending on your dire need for something. Because then you can always look back and say, you know, why did you even do that? Like when you look back on something, it's never as dire and serious as it was as you were going through it. Same with friendships. So it all applies. It all came full circle. And so what I decided to do was say, hey. I'm not going to stop utilizing my gift and my talent, but I will be more mindful of how I use it. And so I had to sit down and think okay, what would be the best way for me to implement? What would be the best way for me to use it? And so the common denominator was I need to stop going out to other people trying to help them. Why not create a business? Where I can help those that are actually looking for it. Not the people that just need a listening ear, which I'm still there for, right? But if you come to me with a problem, then I know you're looking for a solution. So that that resolves all the issues that I was facing. That resolves all the other all the issues that I was facing. And so again, in, in, introspection is so important to look back and to look within and to look through in, in multiple perspectives to see okay, this went wrong. It wasn't my fault, but how could I have changed it? What could I have done to prevent it? Is there anything that could have been done? And so that's what I did. And so after looking back at all of these um situations and I'll go into more later I realized okay there's some things I could have done different right and then I had to realize who am I at my core what are my principles at my core and I said I treat people how I want to be treated I do some people say You know, oh, well, if I'm going through something, I don't want you to tell me what you've been through. That's that's not how I feel. If you've been through it, tell me what you did to get through it. I don't want to just sit there and suffer. You know, so I'm okay with that. But I understand other people are not. I understand that. The other thing that I I had to dig deep and see was that I follow my intuition. I try to. I haven't always. I have not always followed my intuition. I have several examples of when I should have followed my intuition and didn't. But that's a very important variable for me. Right. And last but not least is I realize that I'm so mindful. I, I care so deeply. I put myself in other people's shoes. I empathize with them. Right. And so I just really I, I don't understand how people can't be mindful of other people's situations treating people how I want to be treated using my intuition because that could have avoided some of the situations I've been in right and being mindful now that is the formula to unity but I've also been too mindful in in some situations so it's very important to know those boundaries okay So Karma, Intuition, Mindfulness, K-I-M. That's how I came to Kim Unity Solutions. It all came full circle for me. And so here I am. This is the purpose of this podcast. Is to be able to help others. This is to have mindful conversations about real life situations. that create practical and unifying solutions. Solutions with souls in mind. Can you imagine? And so why not? And so why not? Why not start in the workplace? Because I have plenty of stories from there, good and bad. I've had some amazing managers and I've had some Challenging ones as well. So, why not start the discussions regarding corporate America or the workplace? If we could resolve the issues that go on inside these offices, imagine the impact it would have on the employees, on the customers that they serve the vendors that they're in contact with the families when they go home. I mean sometimes you not everybody has has had these experiences but it's rough in corporate America. It can be. And while unintended, sometimes we can bring that home to our families, right? So, if it if we could if we could change it to where it's positive experiences that we're bringing home instead of negative, right then our families can experience that as well and then it permeates throughout the world. If we start resolving issues and creating positive working environments and relationships in the workplace, it will eventually reach out as far as the world. So that is what I am here to do. So so thank you all for joining me today. I hope that you like this and subscribe and follow and share because we have work to do. We, we have work to do and I so look forward to hearing from you and your experiences. And as we all work together to find unifying solutions, solutions with souls in mind, to really dig down to see, okay, where did we go wrong? Because it's not always the other person. Sometimes the, the error lies within us. And so here we go. I am Kim the SME with Kim Unity Solutions. And let me tell you this before I leave. SME We usually hear the term "S" or the acronym "SME" as subject matter expert. When I was in corporate America at a last position, that is the title that my manager gave me. Oh, you—you you are the SME. You are the subject matter expert, and you know we need to hear what you have to say. So what I did was I turned it around for my good. So instead of saying subject matter, matter expert. SME for me is speaking from my experience because nowadays I'm so tired of these experts. I truly am because it seems like the experts have forgotten all common sense and they're not growing in their wisdom. They're stuck on that. And so when that happens, they refuse to listen to others. They, they belittle the questions or, um, the concerns that people have. And when I say they, it could be anybody. It could be teachers. It could be lawyers. It could be um, media, news, newscasters, the president. It could be anybody. So I am Kim, the SME, the speaker of my experiences. And I can't wait to hear about yours. Y'all have a good one. Be blessed.